You are listening to the Courtship Code Podcast, where we use a combination of psychology, spirituality, and matchmaking industry techniques to help you to level up your love life. And I'm your host, relationship coach and author, Zara J. Don't forget to join us in our women's only Facebook group, Captivating Courtship Code, where you're able to continue the discussion, post questions for peer support, and also get free content and resources. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. And thanks for listening. Hey, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Courtship Code Podcast. And this week, we are going to be talking about why high achievers have low standards. So if you're listening to this, we're going to dive into it. I'm going to talk to you about some experiences that I've had working with high achieving women, which is the most common type of woman that I work with. And when I say high achieving, I mean women who are ambitious, women who have careers or education, women who aspire to have a pretty well to do or put together life. That's not saying that they have the largest income or that they are in the top 1% of women, but just women who tend to be ambitious about life. They tend to desire to work hard for what they want. And this often causes a lot of confusion when it comes to relationships, when it comes to self-confidence and self-worth, because on the surface, they seem to have it all together. Even if their life isn't perfectly together, which is normal, right? Because we all have flaws. We all have issues. Trust me, my life is not all the way together. But this woman tends to have a great ability to make it look all together on the outside, even though inside she may not feel so confident. She may not feel so assured or high self-worth, but she has a great ability to be able to uphold and keep it moving on the outside. So we're going to be talking about this type of woman and why often this high achieving woman tends to have low standards. Now, the first thing I want to talk to you is that there is a difference between self-confidence and self-worth. And one of my favorite stories in a way to help women, especially my high achieving women, if you're listening to this, then I really want you to tune into the story. But one of the ways that I always relate this to make it clear to a lot of women that even though you might be a go-getter, you might be ambitious, you might be very talented or very beautiful, you might have an area of your life that you feel very successful and confident in. Even if you're not like successful, successful, but you feel very confident in a particular area of your life, but you may still be exhibiting low self-worth when it comes to relationships, when it comes to the opposite sex. And one of the best examples that I can give women to understand this is the famous celebrity and everyone knows her and loves her, right? Tina Turner. Tina Turner is an icon. She's beautiful. Even at her age, I think she's like in her 70s now, she has beautiful, strong, stunning, long legs. She's always been known for that, known for her dancing, known for her ability to perform, right? This is an amazing woman, very accomplished. And yet in her younger years, 
she still had very low standards when it came to men. She had very low standards when it came to relationships and other things in her personal life. So it's important to look at that example when you're talking about women. And don't get me wrong, having low standards doesn't necessarily mean dealing with abuse. It doesn't mean you know any type of man that's going to be harmful to you. However, and I'm going to touch on this later, is that because of these standards, you can often attract that back. You might be able to make things look really good on the outside and that might be really appealing to a man who may be abusive or narcissistic or emotionally unavailable, but um, you can turn this around and it's important to know that. And it doesn't always look like that. Sometimes, as I said, sometimes it may be low standards when it just comes to how a man treats you, even if it's not in a blatantly abusive or disrespectful way. But your standards are very low in what you accept and what you allow, or your standards are very low when it comes to what you're looking for and compatibility. And I'm going to touch more into that and so that you understand that. So the first thing I want to talk about when it comes to why high achieving women often have low standards is that for most if you're listening to this or if you identify with this, you may believe that hard work equals the reward. And love just doesn't work that way. It just doesn't work that way when it comes to relationships. Hard work or working hard in a relationship or feeling like you have to go after the partner who seems like a challenge, it just doesn't work that way when it comes to relationships. Usually somewhere early in life, you've probably learned that If you work hard, you can get what you want. If you get the good grades, if you study hard, if you go to school, if you just try to do things this way, then you'll get the reward. You'll get the best result. And unfortunately, relationships are not that predictable and relationships just don't work like that, especially when you're a woman dealing with a man. The harder you work for that man or the harder you go to try to prove that you're a good woman or that you're good enough, that doesn't mean that he's going to value it or see it. That's just not what relationships are based off of. And it's not how men see value in a woman. So if you are stuck in a space where you tend to always go after men that you have to work really hard for, that you have to go out of your way to prove yourself for, to prove that you're a good woman or to keep his attention, then you've probably developed a pattern over the years of believing that if you just work hard, you can get the reward. And the reward may be that man, the reward may be marriage, the reward may be a relationship or some type of commitment or whatever it is that you believe the reward is, but you fall into the space of always trying to work hard and prove your worth to potential partners. Now, the second thing you need to understand when for you high achieving women and why you tend to have low standards and attract relationships from that place, is that you more than likely are leading with masculine energy. And this is something that you're doing subconsciously and it's getting in the way of allowing the man to step up for you. As I just said, most of the time, high achieving women have developed a mindset that if they work hard and if they prove that they're good enough and that they prove their worth, they can get what they want. So this is a very masculine, energized way of moving about courtship or relationships. This is a very masculine way to engage with a man. And 
when you are a woman and you're operating in a masculine state, there's only one of two things that will happen. Either you're going to attract a man who is going to be in a more feminine energy, which doesn't mean he's an effeminate man. It just simply means that he is going to allow you to dictate control and lead the way. And you're going to get burned burn out because you're going to do all the heavy lifting of the relationship. It's not going to allow you to feel feminine. And even though that may work for some time, more than likely, eventually you're going to be turned off by him. You're going to get frustrated and you're going to feel like you are the male and the dominant one in a relationship. Or the second thing that happens usually when you are a woman and you're leading with masculine rela- masculine energy during courtship or relationships is that you end up repelling those men who are masculine because they don't want to compete with that energy. It becomes like two bulls in a ring and it becomes too much. So you'll end up repelling them and pushing them away because you are in a power struggle and you're in a space of trying to compete uh, to take the lead or trying to prove who's good enough or who's going to do the work. And men just aren't attracted to that, even if it's not blatant. Usually it's not a blatant thing that you're doing. You may not realize that you're doing it, but if you are just slightly uh, stepping into that masculine energy, pushing him, uh, challenging him, pressuring him, maybe being combative or needy or or putting a lot of stress and strain on things that's going to typically push him away. Masculine energy is typically why you are having and showing up with low standards when it comes to the relationship. The next thing I want to touch base on is for, for many high achieving women, you're showing up with low standards when it comes to relationships because you're basing partners or relationships on a reward or a point system or a checklist rather than your values. What I often see is that you're looking for that shiny object. You're looking for someone who's going to make you look good. You're looking for someone who's going to be a great representation for you on the outside. So you're focused on the education, the income, these other material things. And I'm not saying that those things don't matter. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't uh, aim for them or want to attract someone with them. I don't feel that way at all. By all means, if that's what you want and you feel confident you can get it, go for it. I have no problem with that. But when you are solely basing partners off of that and you are closing off a lot of your options, then you are leaving yourself with the few options that fit this very specific checklist or very specific goals when it comes to attracting a partner. And it's not a broad enough view and it's not a value-based view. And because of that, you really fall into the potential of attracting someone who is toxic, who is narcissistic, who is going to be unavailable. But because for you, you've narrowed down your options so small, and you don't know how to open that up because it's usually a challenge to change that attraction pattern or to open up the type of partners that you may be attracted to. Because of that, you are working with a smaller pool of options. When you work with that smaller pool of options, you're going to work really hard to keep whatever it is that you feel you've worked hard to achieve. So even if that man is toxic, even if he's narcissistic, even if he's unavailable, whether that's physically or emotionally, you are going to work really hard to try to keep that man and to keep his attention because you subconsciously feel like this is your best shot and you got to make it work. So this is a very common pattern, as I said, with many of the high achieving women. 
And you have to break that. You have to break that attraction pattern if you really want to give yourself a real shot and you want to expand that pool of options. And I know that it's hard. I know for many of you, if you're listening to this, you're probably thinking, well, I like what I like, or this is just what I'm attracted to, or this is what I really want. I don't really know how to do that and still be into the guy or be comfortable. Don't worry. That's what I work with women through. So I have different exercises. I have different ways to kind of shift that mindset and shift that pattern around that so that you're able to do it and also to coach you and give you the accountability for it. But it's possible. It's not an impossible thing. And I know that it takes a little bit of work and it takes some effort on your end, but you can definitely change that attraction pattern around. So yes, you are opening up your pool of options and giving yourself a real chance. Now, the last thing that I want to talk about and why a lot of high achieving women are showing up with low standards when it comes to courtship and relationships is that for many women, they believe that the reward equals respect. Meaning if I get the reward, which is the man, or it could be the relationship, the marriage, the baby, whatever it is that you want to achieve. But if I get the reward, then I'm respected, then I'm deserving of respect, then I feel valued. That's what respect looks like. The reward equals respect. And when you don't get the reward, you feel like you're not respected or you're not valued. So as long as you are still single or you are courting and not really attracting the type of partners you want to attract, or you don't feel very good about yourself, then you don't feel respected and you don't necessarily expect respect despite how well put together you might be on the outside or how good you are at keeping it together and seeming like the strong friend in the room deep down inside you are not getting rewarded how you feel you should be rewarded therefore you do not feel respected and you do not fully expect respect from others and that shows up and that's the energy that you put out and that is the energy that you get back in Now, if any of this sounds like you, then I want to invite you on a call with me so we can discuss this pattern and you'll spend 30 minutes with me. We're going to get really clear on how you've been sabotaging your love life and what steps you can take to turn this around. So what I want you to do is just head on over to captivatingcourtship.com dash coaching to schedule your call. You can also make sure that you send me a message on Instagram or Facebook, or send me an email, and I'll surely make sure to book a call with you so we can speak one-on-one on how working together will be able to help you to shift this pattern, learn the emotional wounds, and get really clear on those things that are deeply sabotaging you and why you're showing up with this pattern so that you can actually heal them and address them and move forward. And then we're going to work on your game plan to make sure that you have actionable steps and accountability every week to make sure that you are taking action towards your goals and taking the right action, taking new action and the right action with the right support. So I look forward to talking to you guys next week. Next week, we're going to be talking about the problem with hopeless romantics. So I look forward to sharing that with you and I'll catch up with you guys soon. If you've enjoyed this episode, then make sure you share it with family, friends, or any of your peers who may benefit from listening to the Courtship Code podcast. I'll be back next week with more tips to help you level up your love life. 
Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. And until then, stay on code.